Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to be chatting with Sadia Osmani, who I believe is still stranded or stuck or still in London. How are you doing, Sadia? I'm all right, thank you. Good afternoon to everyone in Hong Kong. Yes, I am still in London. Um, well, I wasn't really due back to fly back till the 2nd of April. So in a way, I am still stranded, but there is a situation. So I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Let's just see. Hopefully the ban will be lifted soon so residents can get back. Yeah. But um, But I've been keeping myself busy because I'm not very mobile at the moment. I just have to try and just be careful with my foot, which has had surgery. So um, I suppose that my subject for Chinwag today is linked to the fact that I have had to keep myself busy. And um, I've been watching a lot of um, Netflix and I've been addicted to Korean dramas. Hooray! (laughs) I love Korean dramas. It's brilliant. (laughs) And, and they'd be great. And it's like, you know, initially I kind of started off before I, d- I did the whole season of The Crown and I watched that and that was really, that was great. But then um, I started to watch Korean dramas and I haven't actually in the past, I haven't, you know, while I was in Hong Kong, I used to watch quite a few Korean films, which are, which were all, all very good. And, and I suppose, you know, Parasite uh, which was around some time ago, suddenly raised the whole awareness of the Korean film industry and, you know, dramas and things like that. And and now when I've started to watch them, um, they are so addictive. And oh they're so goodness. good as well. The, the, the they're cine- really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the storyline uh, is always good. They always look great. Their skin is great. And the storyline oh, is so very gripping. <laughs> I'm amazed because I was just doing a little bit of research on it and just looking at wiki and stuff to check and you know I didn't realize that some of these like when I now tell people that oh I've been watching a couple of Korean dramas suddenly people go oh yes I love them I'm addicted to them so the number of people like I think I said it to you too and then you said oh yeah yeah all my friends I'm a bit late and catching up and but they are quite amazing. And that one particular one that I was looking at, it said Dijon Gome, it was called. And it was released in 2003. And supposedly this particular drama um, went to 91, was sold to 91 countries. These dramas are translated and they have subtitles in a variety of different languages. They are going worldwide. Um, and what I found is that one of the sort of significant things about any of these dramas is that they are quite clean, wholesome entertainment, really. I mean, they're kind of mushy romance, and but there's nothing um, in them that you can, you know, you can think, okay, I can sit and watch this with my family. You know, if I've got kids here, if I've got everyone, you don't have to be embarrassed by anything, or there's no steamy scenes or anything like that. It's that's one really thing that's very... missing from Korean dramas, I have to say. I'm like, come on, ramp it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then it's interesting because I was watching one drama recently and um, it was called Chocolate, right? And it had a really good story and everything. And seriously, it was it was about probably about 16 episodes, you know, and each episode is about an hour. They're only it about 16 not... to 20 episodes, not very yeah, long. Yeah, 16 to 24. Not and EastEnders, then what happens... like. 
No, no, no. You're not kind of, you don't have to give your life to them or anything. But this particular drama, you know, it wasn't until about the 10th episode. You can imagine, this is a romance building up very gradually. It wasn't until about the 10th episode that the hero actually, you know, got hold of the girl's hand and they were close to kissing. And then you just think, oh my goodness, you've been waiting for this for so long. And so so they sort of build up and it's it's quite, but it's engaging. It's not something that you, you know, find annoying. It's actually quite romantic. It's actually quite nice that they do this. But but not only the mushy side of things, um, the drums, I don't know how many you've seen. Have you seen quite a few? Nori? I have, or? yeah, I, I, I have um, recently. And, and I one particular actor who is very, very handsome, Lee, Lee Sang-yoon, and, and I only watch ones with him in it, I have to say. <laughs> Oppa. Well, I must admit, um, when I look for Korean drama to watch, I, um, I, I'm trying very hard not to watch ones with such young-looking, <laughs> such young-looking heroes and heroines. I mean, you know, the the boys are very, very pretty, you know, Ooh. without a doubt. So it's kind of hard sometimes to find quite a manly sort of hero to watch. Lee so Sung Yoon, he's very manly. I, oh, I really well, recommend I'll him. Check, I'll have to check him out. Um, but the thing is that a lot of these dramas and some of the actors and actresses are coming from K-pop. You know, they're coming from lots of these, you know, bands and things like that. So initially, I think there was a little bit of a concern that some when, when these guys come in to do the acting, their acting is not really up to par and that, you know, some of them have come from these backgrounds and they've become quite idle. I mean, they're pretty, pretty looking people um, without a doubt. But, you know, sometimes that of acting talent isn't there but to tell you the truth I've seen a number of the dramas and I would say that you know it was good quality acting um, and they're doing quite sort of quite deep roles which develop over the, over time which is quite nice to see but you know it's not only the romance they are actually tackling quite sort of you know controversial issues issues that are pretty sort of up there in terms of we're talking about you know general gender and inequality and you know racism and you know this whole ge this whole kind of class divide because obviously that's a subject that was tackled in Parasite quite clearly about the you know the sections of society and, and money and wealth and things like that and who were the parasites um, of society whether yeah, and so they are tackling these issues and the one issue too that they they're looking at is the whole relationship of families and you know there's a certain i find that quite a few of the actors and actresses throughout and it's been quite consistent are very sort of obviously very respectful to their parents sometimes you almost want to nudge them to want to talk well, come on, stand up for yourself, say something. But they're very sort of um, careful about that, that the whole thing about intergenerational things and, and the respect that you have for older generation and your parents. Quite a few of the actors and actresses have seen not kind of 
standing up to them, but accepting that there are traditional values that they have to abide by and things like that. So very interesting, you know, the background of some of them. Some of the dramas, I've noticed that if you're particularly interested in the legal side of things or I'm interested in food, I can almost um, type up, you know, food dramas and I come across. I only saw chocolate because I, it said chocolate. And I, saw I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you type chocolate. Pasta. <laughs> yeah, because there's another one called Pasta, which I haven't, I've, that's another food drama type thing. But interesting because they cover the legal side. So they people are particularly interested in that side. They do have dramas specifically for that. But it's quite, it's quite an industry, but it's incredibly engaging, you know. So which ones have you, have you, uh, any particular favorites for you? Yeah, I really liked um, one called About Time. And it's about this uh, woman who can sort of see the clocks on people, see how much time each person has left. Um, and she doesn't really do anything about it per se, but if she sees somebody um, who's close to dying um, uh, with a loved one, she'll sort of go up to the loved one and, and just say something like, you know, hold the other person tighter or something without giving it too much away. But it's quite interesting because um, she's a musical actress in the play, uh, sorry, in, in, in the TV drama. And she also plays a role of the female version of Benjamin Button. So it's sort of life imitating, sorry, it's like art imitating life where her her character is playing this character who uh, whose, whose time is running short and she can also see that in other people. Wow. And then she meets somebody who, I don't want to give away too much, who's able to sort of stop her own clock. She very oh. recently sees that she has X amount of time left, which isn't a lot. And she's seizing the day and she's doing everything that she can. It's really a race against oh, time. Oh, sounds really good. I um, should have to look at that. And she meets with Lee Sung-yoon, the, the, the hot Korean guy who I was telling you about <laughs> um, and, and our listeners about. Um, anyway, um, and, and, and they fall in love naturally, but there is sort of hell that breaks loose because the guy who she falls in love with is from a very wealthy family and he's been arranged marriage with this other lady who is crazy about him and just just sort of crazy in general just, yes and and doesn't want to let him go and yet you've got this dying woman who falls in love with him and oh it's just drama upon drama so i yeah, th that's called about very... time and it's not oh, to be confused to with that. the hollywood movie with rachel yes. mcadams this is the the, the k-pop version it's funny uh, sorry, i just the... saw the hollywood movie too recently and no, i hadn't sorry, seen not it not the k-pop version this is a korean <laughs> drama N nothing yeah, to do yeah, with that yeah. movie um that is very yeah. good and also whisper is another very good one that's uh again with lee sung yoon and it's about the legal it's it's a legal drama it's very very interesting you know, right and wrong is a very thin line sometimes. You know, the lines are very blurred. What you think is right to you may not be right to another person. And, and if you're doing what's best for your family, for the situation that you're in, um, is that necessarily a, a wrong thing to do? Um, but it could be wrong in the, the eyes of the law. So it's just very philosophical as well. And that's called Whisper. And then finally, another one called Angel Eyes. And it's about this woman who's blind. Yeah. <laughs> it's about this woman who's blind, um, who, who, who finds love with this uh, guy, again, Lee Sung-yoon. Um, and um, <laughs> he comes. She comes from a wealthy family, and and, and she's blind. And her, and her father is a, a doctor. Um, and he comes across a pair of um, um, eyes from from a deceased body. And 
and he he wants his daughter to get the pair of eyes but then is it legal what he's doing and how he's come about it and the plot thickens because those eyes belongs to the mother of Lee Sung Yoon Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's very you maybe can I'm not see, you can just see just from what you're saying that I mean And I'm not I'm, even very good I'm, at describing things. No, I'm a, I'm a crap storyteller. Already. <laughs> you can see because you know it's the build up. It's like, you know, you have 24 episodes, but the gradual build up of the story and the characters, that's what it, you know, you are in hook line oh. and sinker you cannot do anything you cannot leave it and then you have these like uh, my daughter and myself have been watching them and um we have these kind of binge nights where we watch about five episodes and then afterwards we wake up in the morning and then you've got this sort of uh, this feeling where oh my goodness and you're, you're hangover having, you know, this the korean drama hangover like, oh. The soundtracks are also very good, and you know, I know specifically in in um, Chocolate, the soundtrack was so nice that we actually downloaded it and we were listening to it through the day, <laughs> and it's like brainwashing, you know, because you end up just absorbing all of this. Um, and as as you said, you know, they're incredibly engaging the way that that um, there's certain there is a lot of talent. I mean, I was looking at just to how the drummers work and and looking at the say, you know, the cinema industry and supposedly in Korea, you know, cinema wasn't as popular before. I think now because of Parasite perhaps has been boosted a little bit. But, um, you know, the whole payment and the contract terms of these people who were producing the dramas was much better. So people were inclined more towards dramas. And also dramas, you know, you were watching, sitting there at home watching with the family. So, and, you know, each episode is obviously when it's first released is coming out on, on the TV. And just like any other thing, you you are hooked to it for that particular number of weeks and then you keep watching it and and i know that you know these dramas affect i'm sure in other places in other countries i know certainly um when i was in in pakistan some time ago i remember there was this they are hooked dramas there too you know and what happens there is that thing it is influencing your whole life in terms of one what the characters are wearing you know, and the the fashion they lead the fashion way. Um, the other thing is is that you know it's influencing how people do things. So, for instance, they when they did weddings or they did parties or something like that in the day when we could do those things, um, they were saying, "Oh, we're not going to start it till about nine o'clock because that's when the drama finishes." There's no way anyone's going to get out the house any earlier to actually go. So I can see that this sort of has the same effect. I mean, I was watching. Sadia, one, just going on something that you said just now that, you know, it has a way to influence fashion. And can I just add to that? It's the way you do your makeup as well. Upon watching these <laughs> Korean drama, I noticed that the, the, the ladies there, um, and if you look at Korean makeup, their eyebrows are always sort of mostly across the, the eyes. There's very little arch. And I did some research into it. Maybe I'll go closer to the video on, on Facebook so our listeners can see how I've been doing my eyebrows. Uh, Noreen Mir <laughs> on RTHK Radio 3. And for our radio listeners, um, if you do your eyebrows sort of straight across your eyes without too much of an arch, it actually makes you look younger. Because if you've got an arch that brings your eyebrows up and then down, you're dragging the contour of your face down and it actually drags down around your eyes and it makes you look 
older. And if you look at the eyebrows of children, for example, they're always mostly just across. There's no arch to children's eyebrows. It's quite thick and bushy. That's by and large a lot of children's okay. eyebrows. There's no arch to sort of drag down the contour. So for women or for men listening who want to look younger with their makeup, you can perhaps try, you know, a, a thicker, bushier eyebrow style that sort of goes across your face, uh, across your uh, above your eyes. Across because... your face. I'm gonna have to <laughs> a try. Mono it. I'm gonna, all right. Well, next week, Korean. Me... You know, I'll have to bite my eyebrows. Yeah. Yes, my I'm eyebrows just getting quite strange. close to it. I don't know if the listeners can see, but anyway. Yes, I can see. I yeah. can see. Well, so it's supposed to make you look well, more youthful. Well, I would have never known. Yeah, uh, you know, but but the thing is, a lot of the Korean actresses and actors are seriously very young. Um, you know, sometimes it puts me off a little bit because sometimes I feel like I'm watching this this very young guy, you know, and and they look very young. And yeah, and yes, but they're beautiful. I mean, the whole um, face and you know, I think, gosh, my nose could do with a job here. But um, you know, they are really quite pretty, aren't they? All of them, amazingly, sort of quite stunning, quite beautiful, and they're all so slim and they're all so pretty and everything. So, you know, I'm sure they must be influencing. I mean, and I do know that certainly in Korea, I think the whole thing of uh, plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery and things like that is quite high up there, mm, isn't it? In terms of looking good. So unfortunate because there's that pressure. pressure. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's been quite eye-opening that, but, you know, if you are really looking for just entertainment, then, you know, it is quite engaging and they are quite harmless. And, you know, I do think that there is more to it. I mean, for instance, one drama I was watching called Something in the Rain, right? Um, and now that kind of tackled the issue of this uh, this girl was dating a guy who was much younger than her, only about four years, but they made it out as if, it was a lot more than that. Um, but also what was very focused on in this particular drama was this whole subject of, you know, how people judge and and the whole thing about age and how parents were very particular about, you know, the status of somebody that you were marrying. So this girl in this particular drama, which is quite old for a Korean, um, you know, was almost like 40 by the time the drama came to an end. And she, and she still still hadn't hooked up with the hero. Mm. And the mother was just saying, well, you know, after 25 type thing, you know, you're going to be in, you're, you're just going to be on the shelf and you're getting older. You must keep getting, you must get married. So there's huge pressure on women to In you China know, as well, early. there's a phenomenon. Yes. Yeah. Noi. Yes. Yeah. They're called Nuna, actually. Uh, it said there's an expression called Nuna in Korean. Oh, in where, Korean. Oh, and in, it, in Mandarin, it, it, it's Xingnui. Oh, right. Which mm. refers to some a lady who's a, who's older and who may not be married. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, you know, people judge her because they think, oh, well, she's just in this category. So marriage is probably out of the question. So the whole drama is focused on this whole thing of marriage and, and the, the kind of... Um, controversial thing where parents just did not want to let this happen because of the background of the of the guy and then the age of the girl. So so it was really quite um, you know those are issues that that people through the dramas are tackling and perhaps trying to make a little bit more digestible because they're showing all of these things and the mother and the acting has been fantastic you know so so some very good ones so some I saw something in the rain chocolate and another one called um 
uh, marriage contract, which was uh, which is really funny too. And again, that was tackling quite an interesting issue where, you know, this guy was trying to save his mother and she needed a liver transplant. And so he basically arranged a marriage with a girl who was compatible, which I think, you know, I can understand how people might think that. But it was really interesting. But what was amazing about this particular drama is that there was a little eight-year-old girl and her acting, I just was totally baffled by the she was amazing amazing like if somebody and what, could what's just that see one that, called it's called marriage contract marriage and contract. seriously i think if you just see that purely for the acting of the young child in it i was taken aback by how amazing she was and how articulate and she, her expressions and i was thinking my goodness this is uh, an actress in the making you know she was amazing wow, so, fantastic sadia i'm so glad for your sharing today and i look forward to more sharing from you thank you so much for all the tips on the korean dramas i will be uh, binge watching it, I guess. Thank, thanks a lot, <laughs> Sadia. Um, and uh, you'll be back again next week on Chinwag. Yes, Thank will. you so much, Sadia Osmani, for Take this care. week's Thursday Chinwag. Thank you very much indeed.